Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. Do you really need to have an advertising plan when you start your podcast? You can always come back to it when it makes more sense. Hello, and welcome to another Podcast Pontifications with me, Brian Barletta, filling in for Evo Terra. I write the weekly podcast ad tech newsletter, Sounds Profitable, Pod News Network. And I'm here today to pontificate on something counter to a lot of what I spend my weeks writing about. You really don't need to plan out your ad tech solution before you start your first podcast. You might not even need to think about it in the first year. In no way am I saying don't run ads. If you manage to land someone to sponsor your podcast from the get-go or early in your first year, absolutely bake that ad copyright into your podcast. But more likely than not, you won't have any ads until you start pitching your show or associating with someone who can do that for you. And to do that, you really need data. Sadly, it takes time to get that data. So whether you choose to get that data from your hosting provider or use a prefix analytics service like Chartable or Podjack, it's really your call. But just be consistent on how you represent your numbers. Now, there's a lot of opportunities out there for new podcasts to get connected to platforms that will provide ads right out the gate. Some provide opportunities to connect you with advertisers looking to buy host red ads. Others focus more on an open marketplace announcer red style. I'm telling you about all these options because at any time, with minimal effort, you can switch from whatever hosting service you like to the hosting service that offers those ad opportunities. That means you can focus from the start on what's familiar instead of potentially paying for a platform in hopes of what could one day become true. Besides, the technology and offerings are changing constantly. You wouldn't buy a car today, but not drive it for a year while making monthly payments, right? So why pay today for something you can switch to in a single day, anytime in the future? I've never actually expressed this opinion out loud before, so I'll be playing my own devil's advocate. A lot of the pushback on switching platforms or not designing an ad strategy from the start is that you'll have to go back and insert the dynamic ad calls into the episode in the new platform. But without analytics, you're really just guessing from the start where you'll put ads instead of letting the data guide you to where they'll fit best. Post-roll ads are bullshit. Pre-roll can scare away your audience. And mid-roll are so fluid that they can go anywhere within the body of the content. Eventually, your show will find its flow and analytics will help you figure out where best to put each ad placement. And jokes on the devil's advocate, Brian, it takes just as much time to place ads as each episode goes out as it does in bulk. It might even be faster to do it all at once. Ads are great. They're literally why I have a career, especially in podcasting, but they're not for every podcast. So don't try and fit a square peg in a round hole. If you enjoyed my pontifications, please check out soundsprofitable.com. 
and subscribe to the weekly newsletter. Also, feel free to reach out directly if you've got any ad tech-related questions. It's my goal to help make the podcast ad tech space more accessible to everyone. Evo will be back in 2021 with yet another podcast pontifications. Cheers. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families, including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donationsforabortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, PlanCPills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.